podcast. If you are a leader in any capacity who is married or considering marriage, you're tuned into the right place. We help leaders take care of their marriages. Remember, you are a successful leader and your marriage and family can be successful too. You don't have to sacrifice leadership for love and you don't have to sacrifice love for leadership. And now, here are your hosts, Gary and Julie. Hey, 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 everyone. I hope everyone's doing fabulous today. How you doing, boo-boo? Doing excellent. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm doing good since you next to me. Who likes that? <laughs> well, welcome, everybody, to another episode with Gary and Julie here That's at Leading in Love. Mm-hmm. And we got a great topic for you today. What are we telling them, boo? Well, today we're going to be talking about words of affirmation. We all measure success in different ways. Right. For some people, getting to the top is a, is a success. If the outcome falls short of the expectation, then we become disappointed and we call that a failure. Mm-hmm. For others, just being on the, t- on, on the team... Or being in the room and being included is considered success. It's true. You know, the other side of success is that there are stakeholders, people with interest attached to many of the things we do. Some people are spectators who are indifferent about your outcome. That's right. Okay. It doesn't matter to them if you fail or succeed. While others are excited about your success. Even though they don't get to share in the prize. That's true. Some people have vested interest, as in they get a share in the outcome. They have a certain expectation attached to what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And the outcome will impact them on some level. Right. Now, in some cases, you might think you have succeeded, but they will tell you that you failed because their share of the pie is less than what they expected. It's the stakeholders or those we view as important who get to impart words in our lives that either derail or motivate us. Mm -hmm. For example, a boss, a friend, especially a friend that we value, a spouse, a teammate, a coach, a parent, a child, etc. Absolutely. The words they say are either affirming or negating. So, as we said in this episode... We're going to be talking about words of affirmation. The goal today is for you to make words of affirmation part of your vocabulary so that you can build each other up as spouses and best friends rather than turn your marriage into a house of enemies. And the way you do that is by the words you say. It's important to be able to communicate, Mm. right? That's a big thing in marriage because it's one of the top three reasons why People walk away from relationships. Mm-hmm. He doesn't talk. He doesn't listen. She doesn't talk or she talks too much and she mm-hmm. doesn't listen. Mm-hmm. But it's not just the talking mm. and the listening. It's what you're saying. If you're saying more mean things, more negative things, negative self-talk, negative collective talk, that has an impact on your marriage as well. Mm-hmm. That has an impact on your relationship. My husband's so negative. Like he sees for him the glass is always half empty. Yeah. Or three-quarter empty or almost empty. He never sees the brighter side of things. Or my wife is, is you don't want to say maybe too optimistic, but 
she's unrealistic. Yeah. Right? She always sees the glass half full. Or almost full. Or almost full when there's only a quarter in there. And yes, we have to stretch it, but let's be realistic. Right. Now, the the literature, can't get that word out, the literature surrounding marriage is very vast, and thankfully, it covers several aspects of marriage, the good, the bad, the ugly. And one book that has been really popular is The Five Love Languages. Mm -hmm. You know what? I actually like Gary Chapman's take on how the book developed. In a nutshell, he said that he basically was reviewing several pages of notes that he's taken over years of counseling Mm -hmm. different couples. Right. And then one day he was kind of looking through the notes and he noticed a pattern. He basically said that... Everything that the men and the women seemed to want most from their marriage mm-hmm. fell into five categories, mm-hmm. hence the five love languages. Mm-hmm. So basically what he's saying is that there's five ways we express and experience love, and we call these love languages. We speak that language. So essentially the way that we want love to be demonstrated to us mm-hmm. is probably, is most likely the default way that we express love. Mm-hmm. So somebody who likes to receive gifts, they're probably more prone to giving gifts. Mm-hmm. Somebody who likes touching, you know, they're more prone to initiate touching. Mm-hmm. That's, speaking of which, the five languages are one, gift giving, where you like to receive gifts. Two is uh, quality time, so you mm-hmm. like to spend time together. Mm-hmm. Um, third one is physical touch, so gentle touch, hugging, kissing, getting busy. Mm-hmm. Or four... Acts of service, so doing things around the house mm-hmm. or running errands and stuff like that. And then the fifth one was words of affirmation, mm-hmm. expressing affection through spoken affection, praise, or appreciation. And this is what we want to talk about today, mm-hmm. words of affirmation. Now, before we even go there, I think we, we, we read The Five Love Languages. Yes. It's a pretty popular book, and mm-hmm. you know, it probably gets referenced a lot when it comes to marriage mm-hmm. um what are your love languages oh you don't know i know <laughs> yours are quality time mm-hmm. and physical touch those are the highest yes well i guess we all have speak a bit of them we do but for you spending time together mm-hmm. netflix and chill because mm-hmm. we do that <laughs> we're married right we can netflix yeah. and chill mm-hmm. um and then quality, so and then physical touch. Yeah. You like when I hold your hand. Mm-hmm. You like when I hold you for two minutes. Mm-hmm. And you init- you tend to initiate those things. Yeah. Because that shows that you're expressing love. And if I do it for you, that means I'm responding to the way that you like mm-hmm. to, to show love to express, love to be expressed to you. What are mine? Well, yours, number one, is acts of service. True, because I'll pretty much do anything Julie asks, mm-hmm. except going to Wendy's at 1 a.m. Oh, to buy food when goodness. she's pregnant. <laughs> Listen, if you're hungry, there's food in the fridge. You Listen. ain't that hungry if you want Wendy's. Listen. Big potato with chives and, Ooh, and cheese. I remember that was my number one craving, <laughs> was the baked potato with... With the chives and cheese. You know what's so funny about that? Yeah. We tell our kids, it's like, Mommy, I'm hungry. Eat an apple. No, I don't want an apple. (laughs) 
So it's the same thing. Honey, I'm really craving shawarma. Okay, eat an apple. So you're not hungry, you just want shawarma. No, but you said the word, craving. <sighs> you're right. You know, I was already providing an act of service by carrying one of your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so you could have... Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, so you, touche. You got me. You could have done you another act of service of going 1 a.m. to get the potato and chives, boo-boo. But it's okay. You know, at least he went and got me toast from downstairs with but Actually, with back in those days, it. it was upstairs. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, yeah it was upstairs. We had to go upstairs to the kitchen. Because we were in the base. Oh, yeah. yeah. Life, man. You start out life the way it is, eh? Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> so, the idea is that words of affirmation provide emotional support or encouragement. Mm -hmm. There is no vacuum. So, chances are, if you're not offering these affirming words to your spouse, mm -hmm. I don't think, most likely, you're not being quiet. You're probably doing the opposite, offering uh, words of defeat. Mm -hmm. And that's where we run into, you know, an issue. And even though it's considered a love language, like Gary Chapman and whoever that crew there classifies as a love language, I think it just should be common marriage speak. Mm -hmm. Use words of affirmation. I think this should be a love language, like just a language of every spouse. Mm -hmm. Like, big up your spouse. Mm -hmm. You know, like how we say in Jamaica, large up yourself. <laughs> large up your spouse. Big up your spouse. Build their self-esteem. Yeah. You know, uh, minimize the rejection. Mm -hmm. Increase the, so the acceptance. Mm -hmm. Big them up mm -hmm. and say, say nice things about them. So we have a list of some simple words of affirmation that you should be using. Mm -hmm. And if you're not using them, let's use them. Yeah. You want to share some of them with them, with, I, the, with the audience? Absolutely. I forgive you. Yes. That's a big one. You know, even whenever your your spouse, it, it really, when you humble yourself to say, I'm sorry for this or I apologize for this, saying the words, okay, yeah, that's nice. But when you actually say, I forgive you to mm -hmm. your spouse after they humble themselves to say those words really shows them I'm committed. Right. And I'm going to let this one go. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. Or I believe you. Mm -hmm. The tendency sometimes is to accuse. Yeah. You know, uh, but when your spouse, as you said, humbles himself and comes to you and tells you their side of the story. Yeah. You saying I believe you says that I'm going to put myself on the line for you mm -hmm. as your husband, as your wife. Mm -hmm. And hopefully you're telling the truth, mm -hmm. but even if you're not, I'm put. I'm going to put myself out there for you. Mm -hmm. So That's now you thing. become even more responsible. Right. So now you're saying I'm going to take on the same level of accountability as you. Mm-hmm. So if you're guilty, mm -hmm. we're both guilty. Absolutely. And that's a big thing. That could be a big thing in, in marriages rather mm -hmm. than you're lying again. Are you lying again? Yeah. We talked about trigger words. Are you lying again? Yeah. Right? Yeah. The next one, I believe in you. Mm -hmm. That's truly important. Even though your spouse may know, again, saying those words is very, very large for them. Right. I am listening. 
Good. That means your attention is now turned towards your spouse. Mm -hmm. And by you saying that, it forces you to put the phone down. Hello. Right? Put the phone down. Close the laptop. Close Netflix. Whatever you're doing, put yeah. the work away. Might be a big assignment or big project. Yeah. But one, the minute you commit to say I am listening, it means mm-hmm. that for that five minutes, mm-hmm. I'm committing to this conversation. Mm-hmm. That's what it means when. And now it open it it, it it creates a lot of liberty, mm-hmm. and it 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 creates a safe space for communication. Mm-hmm. I learn from you every day. I like that one. And it, that's a good one. Yeah, because it's like you're opening up yourself to your spouse to glean from what they know. Mm-hmm. It means that you're attentive to them. Mm-hmm. It means that you, you're paying attention to what they do, how they're growing, how mm-hmm. they're maturing, mm-hmm. and their contribution to the marriage. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I love how you tell stories. Now, you're a great storyteller. You think so? I think you're a great storyteller. Like, I tell a story and, like, the joke just dies while I'm telling it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he starts laughing before... Yeah, I, I eat up, I eat up the joke. the punchline. I eat up the joke myself. And then I get disappointed because I'm waiting for a big laugh. Now, you tell a good story. Well, thank you. Yeah, I think you're a great storyteller. Thank you. Yeah. What's the next one? You make me smile. Looking at you, thinking about you. And, it, and to me, actually, this morning. Was it this morning? Yeah, it was this morning oh. when I was saying goodbye. Because when I leave home for work, Julie's not up. <laughs> it's like it's like 4 a.m. Sometimes she calls me and said, are you in the house? <laughs> or did you say goodbye? I'm like, yo, because she's not up. I, but I, it was cool because this morning I went to say goodbye and she had a big smile on her face <laughs> and I said wow that's a big smile she's like yeah cause I'm thinking about you I said because you put it there because you like put that. yes you put it there so even though she's not up and I'm leaving in all you know all manner shape or form cause you know she she only sees what I wear when I get home <laughs> and that's, <laughs> kind, that's kind of an issue <laughs> <laughs> you wore that to work with sneakers, oh with God. those sneakers. Let's not expose yeah, yeah, to yeah. everybody. We're working on it. <laughs> Let's carry on. I can't wait to be intimate with you. That's a good one. Again, we talked about this in the Too Busy to Get Busy podcast mm-hmm. and this Quality Time podcast, the first two episodes. Yeah. All it does, it says, I'm thinking about you. Yeah. And I'm committing to being intimate with you. Yeah. And that actually starts the intimacy. Absolutely. So by the time you get home, like Julie said in the in the in the previous podcast, she's ready to rock. I'm ready to roll. The, 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 no, I'm not gonna say the panties. Okay, say, yeah, stop. Let's, let's not get too <laughs> you know, technical. I can't wait to be intimate. That's a good one to try. If you guys didn't watch listen to the podcast. Go back and listen to the Go back and listen to it. Send a text. I can't wait to be intimate. You get the conversation going about spending time together. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Another one is, we can try your way. Mm. Wow. These seem so subtle, but they're they're really powerful. They are very powerful. We can try your way. 
He's so what do you think? We're doing this together. Yes. We'll, we'll try that way out. I'm not too sure, but I'm going to trust in you. Right. Even you yourself that that suggested that strategy, whatever it may be. You may not be sure, but you're saying, let's try this out together. Let's work as a team. I'm not going to argue with you in this one. If we end up failing in this together, right. we fail in it together and we pick it back up and try again. Right. And what it does is saying, we're leveling the playing field. We'll try your way. And like you said, if it doesn't work, then let's be open to other ways. Mm-hmm. And this creates a safe space for future endeavors that might require trial and error. Mm-hmm. We'll try it your way. Okay, honey, we tried it. You know, I, I didn't get this right last time. How about you come with the strategy this time? Mm-hmm. And we'll see how that goes. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Or uh, you make me better. Yep. Yep, you make me better. How about you were right? You were right. I think that's a hard one, though. Yo. Because this is after one. the fact. But even even to hold back and say, I know. I'm, I'm guilty of that, eh? I've yeah. said that once or twice. Yeah. Where even though I may not say, I know... I'll say, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. That's me saying, I know I was right. Mm -hmm. But it is a hard one. It's a hard one. Both ends. To say those words, you were right, and to hold back from saying, I know I was right. But then I think another thing that makes it hard is that now you got to go, you have to have the conversation. On how you even got to that point. Exactly. So now you got to take some responsibilities that you might not want to take. On both ends, you know, even, you know what, maybe we should have tried Mm -hmm. this route instead. I wish you would have listened to me, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, you don't have to go through all that, but for somebody, for your spouse to come and say you were right, you don't need to start explaining to them. You never listen. Why they were wrong, why why they're That's not the point. That's not the point of this. Yeah. Words of affirmation, right? So... Don't be receiving words of affirmation and then spitting out words of defeat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another one is, that is one of your strengths. Okay? Mm-hmm. Acknowledging that your purse has certain capabilities mm-hmm. and you're letting them know that you recognize it and mm-hmm. that you see it as valuable. I understand you. Mm-hmm. I understand your perspective. I see what you're saying. I can relate to that. Right. Or even if you can't fully relate to that, because of your own experience, because of where you are in the marriage. Mm-hmm. Maybe you guys have only been married a few years, a few months. Mm-hmm. So you might not understand where she's coming from. Mm-hmm. But just putting it out there, mm-hmm. it means that you're giving, you're creating the space to hear her or his perspective. Mm-hmm. And now, once you do that, they'll get to explain to you in further detail. And now you will really understand. Mm-hmm. And that's how marriages mature fast when you start using words like that. I understand you. Yes. I get how you feel. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I love you. I mean, that is a basic one, and we truly hope that you do tell your spouse this on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. But there are moments in life where you forget to throw those words out, whether it be because you might have children right. and you get distracted very, very easily. So, because you're saying "I love you" to your children all the time then you might feel as though you say those words often, but really they're not going to your spouse. Mm -hmm. 
or either you're just kind of saying them without any emotion behind it. You're just saying them because you have to say them and you know you have to say them. Yeah. And I think even even saying it in a moment where you feel like you should be receiving it. Mm. Like imagine coming home from a hard day of work and you walk in the house and the first thing you do is look at your spouse and say, I love you. Mm-hmm. It makes them feel like, man, you know, this guy's working hard for his family. Yeah. And he's thinking about us while he's working hard. Or my wife is work. She comes home from a long, you know, overnight shift yeah. in a hospital. Maybe some people might have passed or just this busy, hectic mm-hmm. uh, schedule or, or tasks were just mm-hmm. overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And she walks in the house and says, oh, my God, work was so bad. I hate people. She says, <laughs> <laughs> she says, I love you. Mm-hmm. Saying, I did that for us, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to do whatever it takes for us. Mm-hmm. So these words, they're so subtle, and they might, you know, because we say them so often, or not, or not often enough, mm-hmm. but they car- they really carry a lot of, of value. Oh, absolutely. Right. I love the way you hold me. Brooklyn. Yes. Okay. <laughs> We're not going to start working off back here. <laughs> yeah. I love Again. the way you hold me. Probably going to hold you again that way. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, on a personal note, I remember a few months ago, Julie, we were just chilling in the bed. And I think you were on your laptop doing some work. I think you were putting your plan together. And you looked over, and I was was dozing off because I was beat. Mm -hmm. And you looked over and you said, Gary, I'm so at peace with our life. Mm -hmm. And that, for me, was big considering what we've dealt with over the last few years, trying to really do what we want to do and Mm -hmm. do things for us and our family and having to let go of a lot of hurt, Mm -hmm. past relationships. Mm -hmm. To be able to get to that point where those words come out of your mouth, it Mm -hmm. was big. I'm so at peace with our life. It still resonates. I'm sure sure I wrote it down in my book, in my journal. In your journal? That she wrote that down. So that was big. That that was a, my, that was a big word of affirmation. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, let's talk about some words of affirmation that can boost your marriage relationship. So, we have a few scenarios, and we're going to read them, very short, and then we're going to offer two outcomes. One where one spouse offers words of defeat, and the other where they offer words of affirmation. Okay. And you can clearly see the contrast between using positive words Mm -hmm. and negative words. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you want to do the first one? Scenario one. You work staggering hours because as a CEO, your position requires you to answer to a board of directors who hold you accountable to the success of the company. You have to balance the interest of hundreds of owners of the company you lead, but you are also accountable to the needs of your wife and three young children. Most days you arrive home overwhelmed and completely exhausted. Words of defeat. You're the worst husband ever. Mm-hmm. You're hardly home. Mm-hmm. And when you're home, you expect us to answer to your beck and call. Mm-hmm. You're so impatient with me and the children. Mm-hmm. Now, the contrast to that. Words of affirmation. I appreciate that you take time to do the things you do and the time you give to us. Come here. Let me help you relax. It has been a while since me and you had some personal time. And the kids are really desiring your attention. I know you're very busy working hard for your family. I appreciate that we are financially secured. But I'm hoping that you can slot us into your schedule at least in the next few weeks. 
That's good. Yep. That's good. Now, scenario two. You're a professional athlete who is on the road half the season, and even when you're in town, you have team obligations and, and endorsement obligations. You have children with your wife, and you're able to provide a great lifestyle for your wife and children, all tied to your contracts. Words of defeat. How much longer is this going to go on? You being gone all the time. Your kids need their father. I'm fine. But at least think about the kids. Words of affirmation. I know it's hard for you to be away from your family so often. We get so excited knowing you are coming home. You should see how excited the children get. You should see the excite how you sorry, you should see how excited I get. Next time I will send you pictures. Kind of changes up the whole It does. Changes the color of the conversation a lot. Absolutely. Number three. You and your husband each hold key decision-making positions in different organizations. You both have promising careers and have delivered on high-level objectives. You and your spouse are constantly reading the newspaper clippings of your success. Words of defeat. Husband says, I was speaking to a recruiter and based on my resume, I could be in the C-suite by end of next year. Wife responds, I heard the speech you gave to the stakeholders and I don't think you're ready. Maybe in three years. Mm-hmm. Words of affirmation. I really get inspired when I read your newspaper clippings. It motivates me to contribute more to our legacy, but I think we have lots of work to do before we reach our goals. I get excited thinking about our future. Mm-hmm. Wow. And last one. You and your wife agreed that she should pursue entrepreneurship because of her unique talent. As of late, she is always on the phone with a client or a vendor, and she is away more than normal negotiating new business deals. Well, that sounds familiar. <laughs> Words of defeat. You are not a good wife because you are constantly dropping the ball on your responsibilities at home. I am getting weary of covering for you. Words of affirmation. I know you are going to be busy at the end of the month. I want you to know that I will be interrupting your days with random lunches in your office and I'll be waiting up for you when you get home. So different. Huge difference. And it might be tough to do because I know, like if you read all through those scenarios, there's juggling the, the business side, the entrepreneurial side, mm-hmm. like the outside commitments. Absolutely. And the family commitments. Yeah. And family commitments are not easy. They're not. Like, you can't get rid of your... You can't just abandon your children. Absolutely At the end of the day, because I know that our, you know, our lifestyle is attached to the money that we make, Mm -hmm. and there's some prestige that goes with it, especially if you're a CEO of a large company and so forth. People know who you are. You're Mm -hmm. popular, especially for companies doing really well. Mm -hmm. You can walk away from that. Mm -hmm. And I think the spouse at home thinking, well, I can't walk away from these kids, Mm -hmm. but he can tell his boss or tell those people, listen, I need more time at home. Mm -hmm. So because of that, and you're like one person's burdening or shouldering most of the family responsibilities, Mm -hmm. then they'll start, they become so overwhelmed that they they become prone to using defeating words. Mm -hmm. Rather than trying to find the small gains in the unfulfilled expectations. And sometimes things are temporary, right? Good point. 
you know, within our career for myself, for example, stepping into entrepreneurship, in the beginning, it was a lot more heavier where I was taking on all the responsibilities in running the business. Mm -hmm. Over time, I've been able to put a team together. And when putting that team together, now it frees up some of my time at home. Right. So now at least I don't have to ask the kids to wash the dishes all the time, mm-hmm. right? Or I can now meet some of the responsibilities back at home that I had. But again, when things are temporary, you set those goals. Yes. You set those goals, you know, within a year, within two years, whatever it is, I'm going to meet within a few months or a few weeks. Can you help me carry some of these responsibilities? Mm-hmm. At home or outside if they are capable of helping you outside so you can even function at home. I totally agree with that. Mm -hmm. So based on that, in order to make the other thing that goes along with creating an atmosphere where there's positive words, you have to talk about the stuff that drives you crazy. Mm -hmm. Set goals, set realistic goals work diligently at them, Mm -hmm. be patient, Mm -hmm. share where you're at, Mm -hmm. and share the accountability. Absolutely. So words of affirmation doesn't just, it's good to say them, but there's action that goes behind it that makes it so much more plausible. Exactly. Yes. But the words of affirmation is the one that starts it. So, words of affirmation bring light to relationship and it makes a relationship more dynamic it brings trust and security. That's right. All right, everybody. That is our feature for today. Thank you for tuning in for another episode with us under Leading and Love. Hope you had some wonderful, wonderful takeaways. Thank you for hanging out with us. We love spending time with you. Remember... You are a success.